Welcome into the fourth mother box. Happy Sunday, July 9th. As you hear Rapture back there, uh, crinkling down and the audio. That was recorded a very long time ago. And you've heard us talk about that infamous song from Scourge. But welcome into the fourth mother box. You were following us at fourth mother box on Instagram, youtube.com slash fourth mother box. Welcome into the madness. There's jack shit to talk about today. But I am Tom Ogre. Joined with me as always. For five years straight, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that he was the runner-up for the Gerber baby, Kyle Cosentino? Kyle, how the hell are you today? That was dumb. No, it wasn't. You're just and, you're, and everything that you guys say on Jedi Talk is just really dumb. Like, I mean, really, really, you name a fish on the Halcyon after my mom. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, that's just like you showing you guys don't even try. Like, you guys don't even try to make a good insult. You just, like, whatever comes out of your, like, whatever comes to mind, you just say it. And and it's you guys just, like, laugh like hey, idiots. Hey, Cosentino, why'd the video go viral then? Uh, well, you have, I mean, stupidity breeds stupidity. I mean, I mean, we have an abundance of, of stupid in this world. So I don't, I'm not surprised that you guys don't have a following of, of stupid people. Um, I mean, you have you have Brad Hughes on your podcast. I mean, that says everything. And Evan, oh, don't even get me started on Evan. He's he's on my shit list for sure. Evan T. Butchade, you want to start out this yeah. this podcast, Kyle? There's nothing to talk about today. So if you want to make this one controversial and say shit about Evan, let's go. <laughs> take, let's make today's let's let's make today's podcast. Let's be the, let the goal for today will be to get canceled. So <laughs> we could do that. Let's make sure. We get canceled. And let me talk about Evan T. Buttshade for a second here. This guy has a lot of opinions, and we're supposed to listen to him. Yet, he's he's like the only guy in the world that has seen Avatar The Way of the Water and likes it and is a fan of this franchise. And not only that, he thinks The Last Jedi is the best film in the Star Wars franchise. And yes, I'm going there again because you guys keep saying that, and I feel like that's just like... Just the wrong route to, to go. I mean, if you want to, like, increase your numbers and you keep saying The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie, it's just, like, you're turning people off. And this is, like, you know, I'm trying to help your podcast here. Like, stop turning oh, people we off. We don't need any help. Podcast. And if we did need help, like, we, we, we wouldn't go to the Pride Joy Mount Greenwood. There's, so. no, there's no argument that you can have to support that The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars film. There's just none. So do you want to rehash this this argument for the fifty seventh time, or you want to get to talking about how Evan T. Buttshade sucks? Well, he—I mean, this is a part of how he sucks. I mean, I, again, like I've listened to his arguments about Indy, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and at no point does he make any relevant arguments that are decent and good. Like he just has—it was like he was trying to. He was, he was like he was trying to find ways to rip on it, and he and he had nothing. He had nothing. He had nothing good to say. And it seems like there's a dynamic that seems to exist. It's like if you and Brad agree with it, he does. He doesn't agree with it. True. It seems to be the case. Yeah. And and he and Brad did did go pretty hefty back and forth on the the, the specific time travel aspect of Indy Five. Here's here's kind of and and we can, we can talk about this for a second because you and I had been talking about box office numbers and I've got them pulled up to, on the left of me here. I'm looking, but before we get into that, like movies are just not doing all that well right now, and 
Um, I want to talk about Indiana Jones 5 specifically because I'm seeing a lot of positive reaction from this movie to the people who have seen it. I don't know why it's not doing well at the box office, right? You know, we've talked about why The Flash isn't doing well, right? Like, you can paint some pictures with that. But everybody's calling Indy Jones, or Indiana Jones, it's now woke, and Disney ruining it. But it, have you seen the movie? I don't think they've done any of that. People are calling him depressed, old Indy, and backed into a corner. I just don't understand that. Um, I think people have caught on to being addicted to hate, and it's like keeping people away from the movies it's like you know i don't want to go see that i'm gonna i'd rather post online and get likes for saying i hate something because that's popular to be to have a hive mind of hate because it's a, now that's that's what it is you know back in the day people used like using to hate on something kind of used to be trendy and hipsterish and it was we always just kind of looked at those people i'm like ah oh, they're they're just haters and, and that's where that term comes from right but literally think about this now. And Kyle, tell me if I'm crazy. I mean, I, I know I'm crazy, but it's like, isn't it more apt to hate on something immediately? That, and it's like, the, you feel like there's less people who actually enjoy the product for what it was presented as. It's like, there's this movement. There's this culture. Like, we, we're just at war with each other. Like, 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 like the fact there hasn't been like a full-blown civil war yet is just, just blown my mind, you know, you know, with with how much people are, are trying to pit us against each other. And I'm not calling for that. You know, we all have a common ground here of being a human being, so calm the fuck down. Um, but isn't it just wild that just everybody just jumps to hate everything? And I don't know what is there to hate about Indiana Jones 5. Like, you can dislike it and disagree with where they went, which I respect Evan's, you know, I respect his opinion. But to come out and just say you hate it because of wokeism is just re rebrand yourself, okay? Like, get out of that mindset. It's just ridiculous. Am I off base here? No, you're you're right in the mark, and I feel like it's it's true. I mean, this one got a lot of like really bad press for some reason, and it just really didn't deserve it. I don't I don't understand why. I mean. The Flash certainly makes sense for a lot of reasons, like all the hate that it got. Um, but the film, again, was still a good film. Indiana Jones, you know, I could see maybe some people not getting into that, but, you know, 95% of the comments that I read was that it was good. And the people who are negative sound like they haven't seen it. Right. So when did we become a culture where we're listening, actively listening to the critics and these people have no credentials whatsoever. A five-year-old could <laughs> review a movie. Yeah. Like, you know, your a job is so easy that a five-year-old could do it. So why are we listening to these people? You know, it's like it's like the least um, skill set in our society is to review a movie. Okay. I mean, holy shit. Well, that's the thing. Look at look at what you and I are doing, right? Right, we've created a platform for ourselves, and this is real simple. Right, I signed up for a free account on Anchor two years ago, bought this microphone on Amazon about a year later. I have a mixer down here that I purchased. I'm hooked up to my Android phone. That's where you hear the music and hear the drops. Right, I bought a Zoom recorder after using it for Jedi Talk with my buddy uh, uh, Brad. Kyle's on my Chromebook here through Skype. It's not that hard to do this shit, but it's like the the phone, the video, the, the the access to people having platforms are it's just it's made it easier to spread this kind of vitriol hate and Kyle I think you made mention of 
like why we're doing this all of a sudden and it's like like why is there such like a need and drive for doing all of this it's just i think it's just like the nature of the beast and how society has moved right there's like this war against disney right now and 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 rightfully so right disney has made some questionable decisions um, but they've also made some terrific ones, right? Green Lighting Cosmic Rewind. I think that's fantastic. That's a wonderful ride that families will be able to enjoy for years upon years, right? You know, what Galaxy's Edge, you know, the Halcyon, even though it's closing down, you know, there is good things that Disney has done and they continue to do, but then there's questionable things that they do, like, you know, hiring Bob Chapek and Bob Chapek taking all the money for projects and using it for his nacho budget, you know, instead of putting it into the parks or putting it into Disney or, or putting it into Disney plus. (laughs) That's why Disney was in a deficit during his period because he was channeling all the funds into his nacho cheese addiction. You heard it here first on fourth mother box, ladies and gentlemen, the reason Mm. Disney lost money was because Bob Chapek funneled the budget into his nacho his personal nacho um you, you know you know you know his 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 little mcmansion that he has or his mansions how many how many rooms do you think he's dedicated for his nachos at least three, three. i would say at least three it's a lot of nachos but he's he's he, he's no longer part of the problem bob Iger is still shouldering that load they're cutting jobs but like there's there's been like this war and it's and it's i i hate to say it it is it is political it is because there's two sides right there's one side that's weaponized the hate against disney and then there's one side that's like promoting what the other side is not liking about them at that current moment right like the stuff with ariel i think it's stupid they picked her for live action whatever you don't have to go see the movie just shut up about it um you know i i think there's questionable decisions when they just you know, you know, people just don't like change for change without without there being like a pertinent tell to the story, right? And they, you know, people think they're going woke, and and I, while I think that's true for for some aspects of what Disney's doing, you know, it's you know, you know, people aren't rationally looking at things, right? Disney is for everybody, so if they make content for a subsection of the population, and it's not for you. Look a little bit longer. You're going to find something for yourself that 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 Disney's put out there. Uh, it's just. I mean, like ahead. I mean, it, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you're you're right on the mark, right? I mean, and it's not like you know they're finding cocaine in like one of the West Wings of Disney HQ over there. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I needed to insert that somewhere, but. It's topical. Uh, I'm sorry. Nicely I'm, done. I'm sorry about that. Don't Actually, apologize. Don't apologize. I'm not going to apologize. No, no, no apologies today. We're, we're, our goal today, people, is to get canceled. So I'm going to try my best to do that. And you're, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I think Disney is, is always been about diversity. I mean, they, I still think they have that rule against cast members with tattoos because we know they're just the most unacceptable awful offensive people on the planet actually they took that away dipshit like two years ago so did they really yes absolutely you'll see it you'll see it just look pay attention next time you're in you're in one of the parks like the i've i've seen like like the day they took that away i saw people with tattoos like like cast members such such thank god thank god so if you wanted to be cinderella you could be cinderella you personally you Uh could audition 
uh, no, it's not like that. Cinderella can't have a sleeve of tattoos, but like cast members can have tattoos. Oh. Like if I'm if I'm over there operating I, Haunted Mansion, I could sit there staring at the little kid who's scared out of his mind and be like, "Are you going to be our one thousandth haunt today, little Jimmy?" I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a, a Cinderella with a sleeve of Metallica albums. I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, I think that would actually be an improvement. Welcome to my castle, ride the lightning. <laughs> Take a picture, I'm Cinderella. <laughs> Cinder, yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, there should be a metal princess. Why is there a there heavy metal be, princess? Did, there should be a metal movie, like Disney Metal. Like they should do they should do that. And get some like Jack Black could be in the film. He could be like the the prince and then they should get some metal princess and the it should be like a metal style Disney film. I mean that would be way really different and really interesting to see, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, talk about bringing diversity. I mean, metal always gets the shaft in like music awards and 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 everything. Like they're always like the unwanted stepchild that is somehow still invited to the party. And it's true. Like, they even they haven't announced awards like during commercial breaks, so like you don't even <laughs> see it half of the time. These are the people that during these award shows that turns off James Hetfield's microphone Ooh. during a performance of Moth into the Flame. With uh, Lady Gaga. Speaking of Lady Gaga, I got to take this podcast off the rails for a second. I saw what you would have assumed this girl last night who was very much on meth looked like she was cosplaying as Lady Gaga, Harley Quinn, at H2O Glow Nights at Typhoon Lagoon. Every corner we turned around in that water park, she was there. (laughs) It was freaky. And she was definitely on something. But... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to it. Um, heavy. Are you metal. sure you weren't at Six Flags? Positive. I mean, the parks aren't that busy right now. That's another part of like this, you know, war against Disney here. I, I don't, I don't think people are putting money into the park all that often, right? It's they're they're listening to their handlers, and it's only going to get worse the closer we get to this next stupid election. So, um, think. For oh yourselves. yeah, yeah. I forget. So. I forget about that. Next year. Remember what that was like in 2020, where everything, everywhere, even in your TV shows, was about political content. It's like nobody could help themselves. It's like, you know, sometimes people don't want to engage in that. And that's okay. Like, you know, that's that's America. You can choose to engage or not engage. Right. Right. And if you choose to want to not engage come November of next year and you want to just listen to bullshit, we'll still be around here talking about farts and diarrhea. So don't. Yeah. 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 Come here for classy content, people. Classy. You want farts and diarrhea? We got it all for you. You got it. You know, Uh, Mike Norat's out there pooping in Wendy's all over America. He just started a tour. Did you know? And this is absolutely true. Don't look it up. Mike just started a tour. He's going to be pooping every Wendy's in America. Uh, he's starting in uh, hometown Illinois there, and he's and he's and he's working his way, pooping every. Is that his signature? That's his signature move in wrestling. It's like the 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 poopinator slam. <laughs> the poopinator slam. And he just like does he like rikishi's them in the corner, in the turnbuckle <laughs> after he after he like uh, soils himself. That would be a devastating maneuver. Talk about I devastating. Mean, it's like an instant KO. I mean, you'd be like the champ instantly. 
not only would you lose the match, you'd wake up with pink eye the next morning. Actually, you would probably be just be dead the next morning. Or that, yeah. You know? <laughs> Death by dysentery of the eye. <laughs> You've died of Mike's, Mike Norod's ass in the Oregon Trail. See, what, you have died of Mike Norod's ass. <laughs> what would be a good name for his finishing move? I mean, if that was like the uh, if that was his finishing move, what would you call it? The turtle pie. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the turtle pie. What was Rikishi's? Like what the was stink that? Face. Like the stink the face. The stink face. Yeah. Oh my God. He raised the roof an... and they shit in the person in the person's face in the corner. Not literally. Could you Look imagine explaining your person your wrestling personality to people? Like, oh well, what's your personality like? He's like, Well, I wear sumo shorts and stick my fat ass in people's faces, and that's how that's that's my wrestling move. And like Rikishi, like comes from like a long ass legacy of wrestlers, right? He's related to The Rock. I mean, he's older than The Rock. He's related to The Rock. But he's related to Yokozuna. So it's like there's you know you know the Usos. That's his father. You know the Usos right now, the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Roman Reigns, the Uso brothers, like Jay and Jimmy Uso. Like that's they're related to Rikishi. So it's like the fact that, and I think I know he enjoyed that, and he got a lot of popularity. And professional wrestling is entertainment, but like it's crazy to think that somebody of that caliber talent got really popular and famous for shoving his big pimply crater ass into people's faces so america i'd love to be in that meeting you know it's like let's think of a good move for you why don't you just shove your ass in people's face there you go and then he went heel because he was the one who hit stone cold steve austin with his car and then rikishi got thrown off the top of the hell in the cell by the undertaker in the back of a truck yeah i mean if you're not a wrestling fan if you just watch like the Hell in the Cell match with Mick Foley and The Undertaker, that's, it's just like, it's an unbelievable thing to watch. That hit you know? the, that was uh, the 25th anniversary that was this year. They, yeah. Uh, um, th- there's actually a video on uh, WWE's YouTube of Mankind, or uh, Mick Foley and The Undertaker sitting down watching that match together and talking about it. Yeah, I think I saw some of that. I wanted to watch the rest of that because that, even though I'm not like really a wrestling fan anymore, I think that's, you know, the old school wrestling and stuff we grew up with is, you know, really cool. I could always like appreciate those old school wrestlers. I I just realized too, uh, I was watching something on YouTube the other day about Hulk Hogan and I didn't realize he lived like in Clearwater Beach and I'm like, fuck, I was just there and I didn't go to his shop. Yeah, but he was uh, he was talking about like his workout routine and what was in his fridge. So that was <laughs> like next time I come down to Florida to go to yep. Clearwater. And... I bought a NW or I bought a Hogan's Beach Shop shirt from his shop in Clearwater once. He was not in there, but um, he, he's apparently in there at least once or twice a week. So I'm bound to run into him. So yeah, that'll be cool. That'd be yeah, but um, so we you know we had made mention of the box office struggling, and Kyle, and I got to just wondering like what the hell are the top movies of 2023 thus far where it's July 9th. We're halfway through the year and it just happened. It's just a lackluster movie year, right? Like I've seen movies this year that I've been very entertained by and enjoyed and hyped up for mainly the flash Indiana Jones five. Right. Um, but then you just feel like these should be doing better. So I'm curious and just to see what everybody loved. Um, the clear front runner, number one, which has surprised nobody, and we've talked about this before, is Super Mario Brothers movie. Now these are 
as of right now, these are what these movies have made um, worldwide. And the Super Mario Brothers movie, Kyle, one one billion three hundred forty one million one hundred eighty seven in two hundred seventy two thousand. Yeah. So like one point three. We'll, we'll call one point three billion. One point three billion. That's insane, but awesome. A great movie, and it absolutely deserves it. And it's coming on Peacock like August 9th, I think I saw. So, FYI. Um, we, saw, we saw that together, right? We did, yep, when you were out here. Uh, we saw that on Easter Sunday, actually. Yeah. And then we That's... ran and met Brad at T-Rex while he was violating some Triceratops. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You want to take a guess what number two is? You won't be shocked when you hear it, but it's also like uh, <laughs> Guardians. It is, yeah, it is Guardians. Guardians is well deserved. It is absolutely eight hundred thirty nine, one hundred, uh, basically eight hundred forty million. I'm gonna round up eight hundred forty million. It's made worldwide. It's pretty good. They just they just pretty came good. out on uh, digital or a DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Although I like, I feel like I don't want to rush and watch that again, just because no. it's like an an emotional massacre, right? Like, I just, yeah, it's 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 a great film, but like, man, that's hard to watch. Yeah, you know, it was just such an emotional it was. journey. It was. Um, ugh, number three. God damn it! With about. Uh, Little over seven hundred million is Fast X. I don't. You can't see. You can't see it, but I just eye rolled hard. Oh, I like like but I fan, saw it because when did, I did the split screen, liked, like nobody liked Fast X. I thought I got a shit review, and I I, don't I know. saw that. Um, you know everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite jelly bean connoisseur, Dom Dom Toretto, or whatever the hell his name his character is. But I saw him. As as he was acting as not Groot and as Vin Diesel, he's like, "We're gonna take what you said about Fast X and put it into the story." And then I think he fell asleep. Um, number four, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, uh, about six hundred twenty million. It's pretty good for an animated film. That's really flipping good. <laughs> but you know, with the with the love for that movie, that still seems lower than I would expect. Really, but even as an animated never film. Never yeah, I mean it's Spider Man, and I feel like it's there's so many people that say that that's their favorite Spider Man. So I'm just shocked that it was not closer to a billion. But you know, I think it was I think it was well deserved. It was a good movie. So mm-hmm. I think I don't know when we'll get the next one, but or no, that's right, that's next year. Okay, next year, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like almost done? They're just kind of wrapping it up, kind of thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, it, I mean, I'm, I give them credit on their progress, you know, to make something so quickly. You know, thank God they're not like Bethesda. That's, you know, uh, oh, <laughs> marking, marking the next Elder Scrolls. After we talked about this, they said I read an article that later that day that said it's still five years away. <laughs> so um, that sucks for fans of that, fans of that franchise. Yikes. It it's it's almost going to be twenty fucking years from the last one. Twenty. Wow. Twenty years. I was still living at home with my parents when they came out with the last one, and that was Xbox three hundred and sixty when I got it. I'm like, that's 
Yeah, when Kyle started playing the game, I was escaping down the ladder in the in the backyard out of his mother's room. Uh, saw him turning okay. around. He was all happy. Okay. Number five is your favorite movie, The Little Mermaid, at f- just about five, a little over five hundred thirty million. Let's call it five hundred thirty-one because it should hit there eventually, maybe. Um, so, Little Mermaid fifth. It's that's decent, right? I don't think anybody expected that movie to make a billion or get close, right? Like, I think that's good. I mean, it's fifth, so. Th- I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, calm down in the comments down there. Okay, calm down. I'm not. I'm not like a professional critic. I don't know what these budgets are. I'm talking because we don't have much to talk about today, you stupid assholes. And I'm reacting. Okay, that's what we're doing. If you still want to say something, comment. We can have some fun. Kyle sucks. Number six. Um, coming in at about 477. Well, just a little bit over 476 million. That's a drop off. Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, which which was a disappointment overall. But okay, how does the Ant Man and the Wasp do better than? Well, we don't know Indiana Jones and the Flash's total, but I I'm not hopeful that it will get to that heights. But like seriously, I, I can give you. Uh, we're gonna get to those two down the list. I I'll I'll tell you what they are when we get to them thus far, but. Their theater runs aren't done yet, but yeah, I know. But it's like you have uh, you have the DC extended universe with what they've created, which a lot is divisive. It's divisive, Kyle. We, we've talked about that at length. So you've got a broken mm-hmm. universe that Warner Brothers fucked up, and then the culmination of like they're limping to the end to reset everything, and then Indiana Jones theoretically should do better than Ant-Man 3. And if it doesn't, and it's looking like it might not, <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. You know, I it, just it, think it's it, it was funny to see people trying to to defend that like film. I mean, even Chris Hemsworth recently came out and was like ripping on it. So Ant-Man 3? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't see that. Um well, like, you know, Marvel needs to start trying and and we'll get into secret uh, invasion, invasion yeah. soon, but they really need to start trying again because they haven't been. Um, number seven, coming in a little bit over four hundred twenty-seven mil. John Wick Chapter Four. Uh, I have not seen that. I don't. I don't keep up with the John Wick flicks. Uh, nothing against them. I just don't don't watch them. So, did you see this, or are you into these? I wish I would. I, that was one of those movie franchises that I wanted. I thought I would like, but I can't get into it. I watched the first two, and I'm like, I love action, and I love Keanu Reeves. I just like I just felt like bored watching it. I don't know. Okay. Like it just didn't do it for me. I okay. get that people love it though. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, that's good. Hopefully, that's those are good numbers for that movie. Number eight on the list is Transformer: Rise of the Beasts. Um, I still want to see this movie. I just don't think I'm going into the theater to see it because I'm not going to drag Courtney along for it. Because Beast Wars was my jam growing up, and that's made um, about three hundred eighty-nine million. Uh, so that's, that's that's solid. If it's number eight on the list, um, I've heard people say good things about this movie. So uh, number nine coming in at um, about two hundred seventy-six million is Creed three. Uh, did you see Creed 3? No. I did not. It, it only made 
it, it only made that? Yeah, wow. it's 200, $275,248,615. Uh, it's probably because uh, Sylvester Stallone wasn't it. Did he die in the he second wasn't... one? Did he die in Creed 2? Mm, I... I saw the first Creed and it was good. Okay. I haven't watched the second one. Okay. So I don't know. But I th- I don't think he did. I think there's just some like uh company dispute or something where he wasn't oh. in it, or he didn't sign on to it for some reason. You, 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 know. you got a guy can't do the movie and get hit in the face. Eh? Um you wanna guess what number ten is? Round up what rounds up the top ten. You want to take a guess? I have no idea. It is. I don't even the controversial. Remember. The Flash. The Flash is at number ten for top ten currently right now, and it's not done with its theatrical release soon. Of twenty twenty three world box off worldwide box office, the Flash thus far has made just a smidgen under two hundred fifty mil. Two, exactly. Wow. So we have talked about the potential of this movie making a billion dollars before on this podcast. Go ahead and call us out on it. I don't care. We were obviously wrong, and we've talked about the reasons why. It's still interesting to see this movie, as of right now, sitting in the top ten. I completely believe that this will get knocked out of the top ten and will remain out of there on July 21st, the moment Oppenheimer comes out. And even the Barbie movie will probably make more than The Flash. I mean, we just got to be realistic about that. So, although I've read some things about the Barb movie, not not that I care, um, it just might ruin, you know, you know, a good movie for that for that uh, for that um, studio. But but whatever. Um, number eleven, I'll run through these these kind of last ones here. Eleven Dungeons and Dragons, two hundred and eight mil Elemental, which I heard not so great things about. Only a little bit, like under two hundred one million. And at number 13, Kyle, right now, with $172,484,331 thus far, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's been out two weeks. This was the second weekend. I I don't know what to say. I I just, you know, it, it, it makes me sad because companies just react to to numbers. So whether there's a good section of people that really like a certain thing, you know, i.e. see Zack Snyder's Justice League universe, they don't care. They don't care if a like a you know number of people really enjoy this universe. If it's not doing good in the box office, they're not going to continue to do it. And this is a big problem right now because not not only with the DC universe, but like these major franchises that people are, you know, in love with are like under fire. Maybe it's just yeah. this year. Maybe it's been going on for a while, but it doesn't seem to bode well for the future. Like people are just not interested for some reason. I mean, you and I always will be, but I think people are getting a little bit burnt out. But then there's not really much else coming out at the movie theater. I mean, nope. when was the last time you wanted to go to the movie theater to see something that wasn't like superhero or Star Wars, you know, or like these, like a big franchise-oriented movie. Actually, today I'm going to see one. No Hard Feelings. It's that comedy starring Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Courtney's friend is in, and we're just looking for something to do, kind of beat the heat a little bit. We're going to Studio Movie Girl to see that movie. So, <laughs> mm. 
But that's just um, something to do. I, that's not like we didn't seek that movie out, right? We didn't see it coming out and be like, oh, we got to see that. So, Well, the only other movies that I go see would be, like, I, I don't think I ever go see comedies, but I'll see a horror movie. And, like, right now Insidious 5 has come out. Yeah. And I haven't had time this weekend to go see it, but I will be... I will be seeing that. That's good. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm looking at like the bottom movies because there's 200 on here. We don't have to talk about all 200. I'm trying to see where Blood and Honey lands. (laughs) But oh, I can't. Don't even bother. Yeah, don't even bother. (laughs) That's that's out for purchase and it's like like two or three dollars. You can buy that film. (laughs) Yeah, nobody nobody really should buy that film. Like it just. That's something that happened, and I found it. I found it. So it's a hundred. It's out of the two hundred. It's uh, for this year. It's ranked one hundred twenty fourth, and it's made just under five million dollars. <laughs> four point nine. It's made four point nine. I feel like that's probably like way more than their budget was. Yeah. So they probably see that as a win. I know they're going to continue with that and add on. So. I, I don't know. Well, let's I talk mean, about things uh, that, that continue to, to be added on to and don't need to be with Secret Invasion. So, mm-hmm. You saw the third episode. I have not. You can talk about it. I'm going to watch it, but you can talk about it. Uh, you're not going to like what I have to say. Because... <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, I, this isn't like you've called this show Andor. Now, I love Andor, but this I don't love. So go ahead and say what you want to say about Secret Invasion. I said this in the past that Andor is like one of Star Wars most popular shows. And so now we're seeing it infect other shows. We've seen it infect the Mandalorian and now we're seeing it in Marvel content. Secret Invasion is fucking boring as shit. Like there is nothing happening on this show. I keep forgetting that it's it's airing each week. It's like yeah, this could have been so much more, so much better of a story if it was an actual movie, you know, with actual superheroes, because that presents a more interesting story. You know, maybe Iron Man shows up and he's not Iron Man or, you know, or how does you know what I mean? Like that's that was more in line with the comic book. But, you know, Marvel, they just took a great storyline in the comic book universe and just said, okay, well, this will get people drawn in, and now we're just going to write some other story and not really use anything from that because there's no superheroes that are really in this. I mean, War Machine's in that, but we're probably not going to see him suit up. I was going to ask, did he suit up yet? Because they're, like, teasing it. No. I mean, I could see him suiting up maybe at the end because, you know, like... They're probably not putting that much budget into this show, but I just I just feel like it's this slow, boring story that's just very reminiscent of Andor. Like I don't, well, I've been very. Let's say it, something about Andor real quick. Andor is universally loved. Secret Invasion is not. And when I say universally, I mean like most people like Andor. You know, yeah. I, I I I don't doubt that. Like I I I'm like the only person on the planet that does not no, like Andor. No, Brad never thought it was boring. So that's oh. that that's like the rare time. Well, not rare. Brad and I disagree on some things, but you know that's, that's that's like one of the times that I'm I'm against at least the two of them on something with Star Wars. So, but you don't you like everything Star Wars? So no, I like don't. You could, no, you, I don't. I told you, you I didn't don't like hate. Visions. 
you don't like hate something Star Wars. No, uh, no, because I don't like. I love what I love. It's hard for me to say I hate things, right? DC, Star Wars, Metallica. I'm not gonna say I hate those things. I'm not. It's it's just not how I'm how I'm wired, right? I can ingest say I hate the content from it, but I still enjoy aspects of everything that my favorite things do. I, I mean, mm. maybe it's a toxic trait. I get a little protective about it, but th- trust me, there are things that I'd never want to see again with with Star Wars, right? Like Visions haven't even snuffed Visions season two. I'm just, I'm, but I'm not into anime, so it's it's that's not my thing. Um, there's been stuff, you know, you know, there's been stuff that that's looked bad or things that I haven't really preferred so mm. in dc i guess i can understand I, I can understand yeah. that to an extent in in dc you know i'm not running to watch that new superman show you know because it is an anime one the one on adult swim and we've we've talked about them creating this in the past i can't believe it took two years but you say I, it's good I, I watched the first two episodes and i mean it's it's not really breaking any barriers or anything like that but I I still don't know if this is going to be a show where, like, I continue to watch it or not. I just don't know that yet. I mean, it's it shows Superman as a child, and then quickly growing up and learning about his powers. I mean, it's nothing like we haven't seen before. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, where's our Superman where's this, video game, man? <sighs> not only that, where's the Cape Crusader show that's supposed to have come out like they sold that to was it amazon prime i have no idea i even if still like when is it going to come out like this is supposed to be like the kind of like set or set in the world or similar or prequel of batman the animated series oh yeah yeah so where's that where is that i don't know has there was there even a there wasn't even a cast announced for that, was there? Like they they didn't say like so and so is gonna be Batman, did they? Nope. Hmm. All we know is Kevin Conroy was Thomas Wayne. So. Interesting. Well, that's not the last content I'm looking forward to out of Conroy. I can't wait for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, if that ever comes here, if that ever comes out, rather I should say. But I'm not getting my hopes up. No, that was supposed to be out already, May. After the like the fifth time it got moved, it's supposed to come out like yep. sometime this May, but that's okay. Um, but Secret Invasion is boring. Did anything happen in the third episode that was like, yay? No, <laughs> it's it's just like the it's like easily the worst t- of the TV shows so far, and really it's a shame so? because they got some good people. They got some great people in there. They do. Uh, it just. Something needs to change. It's just like this very dark and slow and kind of monotone. It's just like it's not. I don't. It's not anything that's like interesting. It's like, and I don't want to get into an argument about Andor, but if you're gonna make like a spy thriller, I feel like with Star Wars they pick the right time period. They may pick the right characters to do a spy thriller on. Cassian Andor is eventually like a very high you know, member of the rebellion and obviously a, an important piece to helping get the Death Star plans to Princess Leia and the rest of the rebellion. Uh, but then like with, with what we've seen out of the MCU thus far, the, 
like the former shield agents and Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Yeah, they make sense as like the characters to use here, but it's like the way the MCU kind of set all of this up. I just don't think the fans are responding well to it, especially with the point you made of like, and I don't know the source material all that well, so I'm not going to sit here and scream about it, but I have heard saying like, oh, you called secret invasion. It's really not secret invasion. That's just, Disney and Marvel taking liberties with beloved titles. It's like you're just slapping it on there to get people to press play. But when they press play, they're disappointed 20 minutes in, just as bad as they disappointed their girlfriend on prom night. So right. it's like it's, it's, bad. it's bad. They got lazy. lazy they they right. got used to like, you know, over 10 years of content of, or actually way almost 20 years over, of content. Yeah, yeah. Of like, you know, Every movie comes out billion dollars. They just got used to it. So then they got lazy. And then we started to see this with Thor, Love and Blunder, right? Like right after Endgame, you just kind of seen these movies come out and like they're, they're lackluster. Like they just, you know, they're like putting no time into it. Like they're not really cultivating a story. I mean, you know, again, I'm not saying Spider-Man No Way Home wasn't good because it was excellent. Like, I own that movie. It was excellent. And shut the fuck up, Evan. You are so wrong about that. Like, he just, he needs a come to Jesus moment about that movie, Indy 5, and Cosmic Rewind. Because he just, it's like, there's, you're you're trying to criticize something that Mm -hmm. just is clearly wrong, you know? Like it's it's okay to be wrong, but like this is you're really wrong. Well, we were we were talking about numbers, and I and I and I quickly pulled up like top top grossing superhero films. It's like it's it's crazy to see how far the superhero films have like fallen from grace and how quickly. Now, we're you'd be stupid to say that comic book movie burnout was not going to happen. You'd be stupid to say that because mm-hmm. it still very much intrigues you. It intrigues me. It intrigues our our friends, the people who grew up with this stuff, and the people who want to see the stories about Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, all that stuff. And then that bubble just popped, right? So if if you look at like top grossing superhero movies, um, number one is Endgame, right? That made almost two point eight billion dollars, right? Right behind it is Infinity War, over two billion. Spider-Man No Way Home, Kyle is just talking about it, almost $2 billion. The Avengers, $1.5 billion. Age of Ultron somehow made almost $1.5 billion. Black Panther, rightfully so, made over a billion. Incredibles, oh, Incredibles 2 is considered a comic book movie? Uh, I guess so. Uh, well, okay, it's number seven then, <laughs> ranked. Iron Man 3, number eight. Civil War, number nine. 10 like the first dc movie do you want to take a guess what the first dc movie is on this batman vs superman no no I'm talking about movies that made a billion dollars mm, the dark knight no aquaman aquaman made more money than dark knight 1.1 billion 148 million 161,000 number 11 is far from home 12 captain marvel captain marvel made a billion dollars Ugh. Did it really? Wow. I didn't know that. We shit on that movie a uh, lot, but people showed up for it. Huh. I mean, is it... I don't know. I'm asking objectively here. I don't like the movie. 
Never went back to watch it. Do people really like Captain Marvel? Because I never hear anybody talking about this movie. I really don't. I don't. I'm telling you. I mean, it made a billion bucks, but Dark Knight Rises is number 13. It's like when I was in Paris and I walked past the the Marvel Hotel at Disney. They had a statue of three statues out front. Big statues. Black Panther, well-deserved. Iron Man, well-deserved. And then Captain Marvel. Why? Nobody likes Captain Marvel. It's like nobody's saying, like, Captain Marvel's my favorite superhero. Nobody's saying that. And if we're we're talking about having a diversity, like, you could pick somebody else. I would have put Scarlet Witch. She's uh, she's amazing. Oh, I, like, I would have loved to have seen Scarlet Witch up there in a statue. I mean, just thinking about how badass that statue would look, but she's she was kind of the bad guy in Doctor Strange, too. <laughs> so it's like, you kind of... So what? She's been a good guy too. Like, she's like way more interesting as a character than Captain Marvel. Like, Captain Marvel is like the most boring, the boring, most boring, unoriginal, uninspired character I've ever seen. So, like, I get it. It's our opinion, and either either Disney's lying to us that people are are into her, so that's why they're pushing her, or. Or people really are, and, and you and I just have blinders on. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't know. I the only thing I do know is that Marvels, Mrs. Marvels, the the sequel to this, that poster did not look good. Like Brie looked good in the poster compared to the other two, and it's not a smash against the actors and the actresses in those roles. They look fine, but the costuming and like the way it was edited does not look like a sequel follow-up to a, a billion-dollar movie. Have you seen the poster yet? I saw the trailer when I went to see Indy 5. I keep forgetting about and the trailers. That, Man. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it, this is the fir- I will say that, to its credit, that this is the first time we're seeing crossover with t- a TV show in the movies, I believe. So, Low-key. like, they showed... Well, yeah, but, you know, they've, this is more of like, you know, making a new character, like a new Marvel TV show. Like, um, I can't remember if, uh, did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wasn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like a, they made mentions to certain movies. No, they they did it so lazily. Like it's so, (laughs) it was so stupid. Like when Thanos came, I remember the episode, like. Infinity War came out that weekend uh-huh. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We were waiting for it. And like the whole episode was about something different. And at the end, Coulson's like, picks up the phone. It's like, oh my God, call the Avengers. Thanos has invaded. And then like, they like didn't revisit that. I'm like, okay, that's super lazy. Like they just called the Avengers. It, the Avengers were there. They saw it. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like, what? Uh, it's, it was something like that. And I'm just like, that's just bullshit. Like Tony and was they in lazily, New York. Stupid. Yeah. They, they like lazily tried to connect it. And you're just like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying use some big CGI action sequence, but everything about that story should have been about Thanos invading. But True. I think th- what they thought that show was going to be was like far away from what it was because they clearly didn't have the budget to do what they wanted with it, or they just, you know, maybe didn't care. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a bad show. 
I mean, the first couple yeah. seasons were great. I yes. loved it. But then, uh, yeah, I think it was like the latter two seasons. I'm just like, I'm done, you know, mm-hmm. so. Winston's done with it, too. I don't know if you can hear. Yeah, Winston, um, Winston is done. He is. Uh, so other notable movies, right? Like Captain Marvel's just a one above the Dark Knight Rises and Money Made. Um, sit down. I know that one's getting getting in your craw. Uh, the Joker's number 14. The Dark Knight, uh, 15. Top grossing superhero movies. Made just a bit over a billion. So it's pretty good for 2008, right? You know, and that movie still very much stands the test of time. Um, but these movies are, if you adjust it in, for inflation, if you go on Box Office Mojo and you can adjust movies for inflation. That's fair. That those movies are a lot higher up. Yeah, I have I have not adjusted this for inflation. These are this is the Wikipedia list. <laughs> so it's like seeing a movie in two thousand and eight was like what five six bucks a movie ticket. Now it's like shit almost. I don't 50 know. Your bucks. mom paid for my like, ticket. Oh, you're just lazy. Stop being lazy. Say something good. Like make a good insult. I did. Know? I called you the runner up to the Gerber baby this earlier today like like what more do you want i come up with fresh things every week you're just sitting there no twiddling your no. your your little stewart little hands no you, you, it, yeah you, you pulled lameth in, in into this stupid lameth like, you're calling her lameth <laughs> yeah yeah you pulled her into that and i'm just like this is like i don't know how you get these guests on your show like i don't know if it's like some make a wish for like <laughs> Three three dudes with intellectual like decline in intellectual decline or something like that. My executive but, function is potato. I'll have you know. <laughs> it's yeah. Your your whole show is a potato. It's it's um. We get them on because they know where to go to if they want the people of the Star Wars community to listen to them. So. But you're three dudes that keep saying the Last Jedi is the greatest thing ever Star Wars made, and it's like correct. I'm not saying it's the it's the worst thing because we know that's Andor and Rogue One, uh, and even you could throw the the original the prequel trilogy in there. But like, holy shit, just it's just not it's just not true. It's not true. Okay. Are you done? See Return of the Jedi. You know, see it. Just go see it. Watch it again, and then compare it to this. Even Mark Hamill is like, eh, you know, this is. Probably not what it should have been. Mark but... Hamill's a boomer. What does he know? Okay, the dude's boomer. Luke Skywalker. I know. He, he Luke portrays Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. He didn't create the character. He portrays him. Han Solo, Harrison Ford wanted to kill himself yes. and his character just so he wouldn't be in The Last Jedi. I mean, let's all face it. <laughs> That's the real reason, everyone. See, that would have been a good joke if he wasn't trying to get himself killed since episode four. So <laughs> that would have been a good joke, but... <laughs> Here we nah, are. That was a good joke. That uh, was a good joke. The Batman is number 31 on this list um, at 770 million, almost 771 mil. So, Well, if we could say anything, you know, at least the Batman is going strong. I mean, again, again I agree that maybe the Batman isn't a movie for everybody. I mean, I, I loved it. I think it was great. But it's dark and gritty and, and very noir and... You know, it's not for like you know the Marvel fans who just don't want to think when they watch yeah. a movie. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it, it is what it is. We're gonna get Brave and the Bold. I think they should get a different director. You know, get Andy Muschietti out of there no, because we already proven like that movie wasn't his fault. 
that was it but it but it is it it primarily is because him again him and his wife laughed when they when he saw people asking to recast Ezra, oh, Ezra Miller and okay. they should have okay because that that was the single-handedly probably the reason this movie plummeted Ezra Miller was great in the movie I'm not going to give him I'll give him credit I mean like Brad said like you kind of hate that you like him yep and whether or not he did what he did it's just it's the way Hollywood works and the way public opinion works. Like you know, we could all be saying this about Jonathan Majors. Like, oh man, he like they the media just Johnny Depped him, right? But well, he's still fighting for his name, right? He's yeah, still battling. I, he's not not like the one who plays Namor, Humberto. I, I I don't know his full name, but I, I know I think his situation's worse, at least based on the just just the headlines really? I've seen. Yeah. Just, just the headlines I've seen. Don't do not quote me for that, please. Have not now, looked into it would, for too while. I would agree that money changes, money and power changes people. I would one hundred percent agree to that. But I also feel like that when you have money and power, people will try anything they can to take advantage of you too. Yep. And that means smearing your name. The best, the best warfare is psychological, right? The most efficient. Like if you can shape public's opinion, you can destroy you could take down countries and shape, you know what I mean? Like you can you can do a lot with that. Sure and can. social media uh in particular, I'm not going to say sways voting uh, elections or anything like that. Well, they try. You could say they, they try. They, they certainly try. They certainly try. So, I don't know. Like it's it's just kind of like a shame sometimes because the cons- you know the fans lose out. I mean, some of these some of these great characters, Johnny Jeps, Jack Sparrow. I mean, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise needs a revamp because those movies have really never been that good. But everybody agrees that we all like seeing Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow, even if Absolutely. the story is trash. Even if the story is trash, he's still an interesting character. So. It's a shame, you know, to lose some of these people. If if it comes out that Ezra Miller is just completely innocent or something like that, it'll be a total shame because, you know, look at what people did. You know, they took down his movie. They you, you pretty much destroyed his career. Like, I don't think we're going to see much of him in anything else in the future. He will be lucky if he's the Flash again. So, you think he'll reprise his role as What's-His-Nuts in... Uh... Uh, a credence and fantastic beast. They shouldn't. I've said this before. They should not continue fantastic beasts. They're going in any way, to shape, or... stop it. Oh stop. no, no, we don't want that. Fantastic Nobody wants that. Where to fart? <laughs> Nobody wants that. No, uh. you've tried three times, and if just like it's stuff that nobody wants to see. Like we, everybody knows what everybody wants to see in the Harry Potter world, but they're not doing it because, again, WB is filled with stupid idiots. Stupid. They are stupid people. They are dumbest of all dumb. Yep. Uh, You've been listening to Fourth Mother Box. Speaking of dumb, follow us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram. Fourthmotherbox.com/slash. Or I'm sorry, not Fourthmotherbox.com. YouTube.com/slash Fourthmotherbox. You guys have been great. We've been fourth mother box fumbling through all of this madness. We always let Kyle give the final thoughts today. So if you don't have anything else you want to chat about, Kyle, let's wrap this bad boy up. These people have been puking for almost an hour straight and give us the final thoughts today for this beautiful episode that had no agenda. 
I, I do have some good final thoughts today. Go see a movie. Support these movies. We want to see them continue. I get that maybe not every movie or TV show might be good. I've talked a lot about ones I did not like today. But go see it. Support it. You know, um, this is what's going to make it continue, right? Like, I think they're starting to realize that they're not... They need to start changing the game and the way they write these things. But don't just wait for it to come on streaming. Like, stop being a cheap fuck. Go see, go see these movies. Support it.